just our real estate episode number 92. If you're hanging around with, you know, guys that are just like sitting around on the couch and um, not really ambitious and things like that, you know, <laughs> that kind of wears off on you. All right. Thank you for joining me today on Just Our Real Estate. My name is Mike Simmons. I am your host and I am thrilled that you are here with me today. I have a special announcement before we get started. Last week, I told you that this week, I am going to be starting my coaching program, and I am going to do that. Last week, I rolled out the details to my mailing list as a special way of saying thank you for taking the time to be on my mailing list and to give me your email address and your name and to trust me with that information. I really appreciate everyone that goes to my website and does that. But this week, I want to roll it out to you, the listeners of the podcast. I want everybody now to get an opportunity to be one of my coaching students this month. I've already got applications rolling in from my mailing list. So I want to get it out there to you now and tell you how to apply. And I'm going to make it extremely easy to apply. Here's all you have to do. Go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach. Again, that's juststartrealestate.com forward slash coach. If you go there Everything you need to apply to my coaching program will be right there for you. So please take a minute, go there, check it out. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. I really want to get some students from the podcast. Like I said, I've got some from the mailing list. I want to get some from the podcast and really rock and roll in March of this year. I know it's going to be a great year. I am going to make sure it's a great year for me. And I really want to be instrumental in making sure that it's a great year for some of you, my listeners. So go there, check it out, www.juststarrealestate.com forward slash coach. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. All right, thank you for joining me on Just Start Real Estate. I appreciate it very much. And today I have two guests that work together. They have a business that they run together, and they're brothers who are in the real estate investing game and uh, doing it full time now. And these guys are actually friends of mine. I met them uh, a few years back at some local real estate investing meetings that we were both uh, in, both uh, members of. Uh, it was a mastermind, actually, and it was uh, a pretty powerful one. And these guys have done some great things over the last few years that I've been following. Them, and I asked them to be on the show because I think that their story is interesting. The fact that they're a partnership is awesome. So let's get started. Let's meet them. These guys are Andy and Ray Nemeke. And like I said, they're brothers and they do this business together. And right now they have six rentals total that they uh, that they manage. They're also buy and fix guys. So they have right now six houses in various states of being flipped. Uh, they've got two on the market with one pending right now. They have completed another two that will, or they will complete another two that'll be on the market in a few weeks. And they're closing on two more houses next week. So they're very, very busy. Their goals for next year are to have four to six more rental properties in their portfolio and to flip 18 more houses. So that's pretty ambitious. They both quit their jobs about a year ago to do this full time. And I really want to get into that and talk about the decision process and how that's going for them. So let's go ahead and meet them. Andy and Wraith, welcome to the show, guys. I appreciate you doing this. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having us. No problem. No problem. So let's let's dive into this a little bit. I want to know where you guys came from. What's your background? How did you get in, in started in real estate investing? What you know? What 
got you interested in it in the beginning? And what did you do in those early days? What was your business like back then? <laughs> um, well, I think we, I think we both probably started, you know, watching on TV, watching the shows, seeing what all these people were, were right. up to. Yeah, flip this house and, and things uh, like that. Yeah. yeah, and we, you know, I think it was, I think I ended up hearing about this uh, seminar coming to town, and it was the, well, anyway, it was a, it was a big name one. And it came to town, and I went and saw it, and then I talked to to Andy about maybe going to a, a weekend seminar, and we did that, and it kind of just went from there we ended up taking more classes and uh and it took i think we were you know we you said we said we were investors but you know we were just kind of taking classes <laughs> right yeah so how uh, long did you how long did you do that like uh education period where you're taking classes and going to seminars before you bought your first property it was probably from from the time we did that weekend seminar it was probably a year to a year and a half Okay. Of of taking these courses and um, from that larger course that that we started with, um, it led us to that networking group that that we actually met at. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and through that, um, you know, starting in like 2006, like summer 2006, then we bought our first house in May of of 2008. So it, I mean, it was about a year and a half where we were taking those courses, trying to prep ourselves. Okay. And then what, okay. And I, I'm going to, I'm not, this isn't judgment because it took me a lot longer than that. When I started, I started looking into like real estate investing in like early two thousands, like 2000, 2001. And I didn't buy my first house until 2008. So way, way, way longer. But I'm curious for you guys, what was it that kept you from getting started in 2006? Like what was it that took a year to a year and a half to get you to buy the first house? Um, we, uh, go ahead. I, w I was going to say just probably, um, you know, try, trying to learn everything as, you know, every, as much as possible. Yeah. Um, you know, you, something that, that, that's this large of a scale, um, you know, there's a fear of the unknown sure. and, and you're trying to, you're trying to learn as much as possible. Um, and, and eventually there comes a point where, you know, you can only learn so much from a book and you <laughs> yeah. just have to kind of jump in. But it, it, I would say probably the biggest thing was was just, you know, trying to get that education. You know, I don't know if Ray wants to add something different to that, but. Yeah, I agree. I think it was a lot of, you know, analysis paralysis. What, what actually, so of all these, all the money we spent on courses and everything and this first one, I, I mean, for the most part, I would say we don't really use much of what we learned in that class. But <laughs> yeah, but one of the programs was we had actually had a, a mentor, um, and he was with us for like three days, and he was out there and he was looking at properties with us and analyzing and doing all this stuff and getting us to write offers. And that's, that's awesome. what eventually. That's really what what um. That's the real reason we ended up. We finally bought a house. You oh, know, wow. he was just there. He's like, yeah, it looks like a looks like a good deal and gave us awesome. the encouragement to do it. That's funny. I didn't realize that. Now, you don't have to say who it is, but is it somebody that I know you think? Is it somebody who common common The associate? mentor? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. okay. He, That's awesome. he was one of the mentors in that program. He, 
he was a t- he, yeah he was a teacher you know we, we okay. paid for the guy to be there okay 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 that's awesome I didn't realize that that's very cool so you had someone basically who was just you know you were shadowing or they were shadowing you however you want to look at it and basically kind of talking you through the process and letting you know what you were seeing and what a good deal was and rehab and all that kind of stuff then right yeah oh that's yeah, he very took cool. us and he took us to meet you know he was in the middle of a couple of deals himself so we actually ended up meeting a hard money lender who was actually um, well, anyway, which led us, that's another path anyway, but yeah, we, we were just, uh, he, he really was just, he gave us an outline. He said, do this, do this, this, this is what, you know, this is what you should expect to pay for things. And it was, it was very helpful. Yeah. They, that's cool. Built, building upon the, uh, you know, like that fear of, of the unknown or, you know, or getting started or, you know, when you know to pull the trigger that kind of like forced us, you know, it forced the hand where, yeah. you know, you had somebody that that knew what they were talking about and you know they were they were forcing us to uh, I don't want to say forcing but you know they were they're you know encouraging us and pushing us to to go out and meet new people and and network and and make these offers so that you know it it wasn't unknown any any longer you know we were we were actually doing it and practicing it and and putting what we learned you know, to practice. Yeah. And that's cool. You know, it's the funny thing about that is, you know, I was thinking what a great situation is that when you're going out looking at houses with a mentor and they're telling you it's a good deal, you take away all the insecurity of, is it really a good deal? Am I making a mistake? Am I looking at this right? You kind of, you know, you can cut through all of that BS and you go, well, of course we're looking at it right. This guy knows what he's doing. So that's, that's really cool. So, all right, that's a little bit about you guys, how you got started. That's very cool. Now let's fast forward a little bit here, a few years. What are you guys doing now in your business? Like, how are you running your business? And I'm curious specifically, I mean, I have brothers too, and I'm not sure if, if we wouldn't end up, you know, strangling each other at some point if we ran a business together. So I think it's very cool. And it's very interesting uh, that brothers and you guys are relatively close in age. It's not like there's not 15 years difference or something. You guys are relatively close in age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Three years. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, and I know you guys, right? So I'm assuming that there, there was some altercations when you were growing up. So I'm curious <laughs> how, uh, how you guys managed to, to do this, and what's the, the, the dynamic like? What's responsibilities, and how do you guys structure your business, and what are you doing now, today, currently in your business? Well, I would say there's definitely, we're both stubborn. You know, there's definitely conflicts, but ultimately, you know, we're able to rationalize and, and just think of the greater goal you know nothing ever gets personal it's all business it's how can we do this better or how can we make more money right um yeah. but as far as how we structure it and andy's now he's taking he's in charge of rehab you know schedules getting contractors to where they need to be um things done on time uh, um, i'm you know I, i'm licensed so i'm on the lookout for, for more houses. I'm working at selling these houses. Um, so you list your own houses then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Um, and you know, there's, there's still overlap, you know, there's still, we still kind of, you know, I'm still involved with some of the rehab and he's still involved with looking at houses and, and analyzing properties and, you know, accounting, you know, so there's still overlap. We haven't totally delineated our, responsibilities but um, I mean that yeah I mean but that that is one of the benefits 
of of the partnership and i know mike you, you know you've got your partnership as well but yep. you know it 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 allows you to cover more ground than you would by yourself yeah. um you know if with our rentals like I'm, like right now um since i'm more hands-on with with actually doing some rehab and managing rehab um ray is able to show potential tenants our properties um or if I get a call for for somebody looking at one of our properties, I can run there. So that helps. Um, and to kind of backtrack even a little bit more, you're talking about like the dynamic of our our relationship or our partnership. I think that the um, the business part of it has has you know allowed us to you know become closer. Um, you know, when I was in high school, Ray was in college. So, you know, there was that space there. But now, you know, we're, we talk every single day. It's pretty much all day long sometimes. So, I mean, I think that part ha- has been a has been an added benefit yeah. as well. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, you guys don't work to get like you guys. Well, I shouldn't put words in your mouth. I think this is the way you do it. But do you guys have like an office that you go to together or are you just separate all the time and communicate through phone and things like that? It's mostly uh, mostly phone. Yeah. You know, we don't we don't have a centralized office. Um, we try, and I and I emphasize try to uh, meet up like once a week or once every other week, just to kind of um, be face to face and kind of go over you know like the current situation of of the rehabs and and whatever else we're kind of doing, just to kind of you know keep everything on the same page because there are. Um, you know, you can get lost in translation sometimes with yeah. text, phone calls and that kind of thing. So, I mean, we try to like sit down, you know, like I said, once a week or once every other week, just to kind of regroup and, and make sure that we're on the same page, continuing in the same direction. Yep. Okay. And, and you guys, we talked about in the intro a little bit that you, you quit your jobs about a year ago, close to a year ago now. Can you tell me just briefly, what did you do? What was your day job? And what was the decision like to quit? How did you finally make that decision? Because I think a lot of people struggle with this, right? They have the day job and they're doing real estate. And it's sort of like that catch 22. If I had more time, I could do more deals and make enough money to quit my job. But I can't quit my job until I have enough money to pay my bills kind of a thing. So how did you guys manage that? And what did you do? And how was that? What was that process like? Um. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was years in the making. You know, we had wanted to do it forever, but, but the original plan was let's wait till our till real estate business is enough to to totally support us. Right. And as we're doing it, it's like, man, well, we you know we, we took those classes right away, and we had a lot of debt from that, um, and and we wanted to be able to you know cash flow every month. We're making money, uh, and it was just. It's hard to get to that point. Um, so we were looking at it, and eventually it became, for me, it came down to the point where my job was holding me back. Yeah, I was able to make, I got my license. I was able to make enough money to support my family, um, just you, just completely doing real estate. So, I, you know, I project that out a little bit. It's like, like I'm, we're going to be okay. Um, there was still a. I mean, our jobs are still like, I mean, we both, Andrew would talk about it too, I'm sure, but we both hated our jobs. Could not <laughs> wait to quit our jobs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was, but yeah, I guess eventually it just came down to the point where 
maybe we're not making as much as we want, but we can support ourselves, quit, do this full time. Let's do it. That's awesome. No, what did you do? What were your jobs before that? Oh, sorry. Uh, I was an engineer. Okay. And that's your, that's uh, Ray saying that, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Yeah. I was, um, I was in logistics and, and for me, just my personality, um, and I was sitting behind a desk and I, I was, the environment just wasn't for me. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I know you a little bit. And, and, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Andy, uh, does MMA fighting. So, uh, you're cramming an MMA fighter behind a desk and asking him to do logistics. That doesn't sound like a lot of fun. No, no. And deal with people he doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Deal with people that are aggravating you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and to, to, I think we were in a kind of unique situation too with, with regards to like quitting our jobs. Me personally, I don't, I don't have any uh, kids or anything like that. So I don't have that responsibility upon me. So we were kind of at the point too where, or the age where we could take this big step. And if for some reason it didn't work, I mean, we've always thought that it was going to, and, and that's the mentality that we have is that this is what we're going to be doing for the rest of our lives. Um, but we still have degrees. We still had that um, ability to kind of rebound if, right. for, if for some reason it didn't work out. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that, that played a factor in, in it. But um, for me, I, I kept trying to push Ray more and more. Like, I think we can quit now. I think we can quit now. You know, he's more more numbers, more rational in that in that sense. But yeah. I kept trying to, you know, feed feed the idea that, that we could because once he put in his two weeks, uh, you know, I, w- I was right there because I was like, if he's doing it, I'm doing it. You know, we yep. and we wanted to do it at the same or right around the same time because none of us, neither of us wanted to have the other one being able to quit their job. And, you know, we're sitting there, you know, like for me behind a desk knowing that that he quit. So that yeah. wasn't, I wasn't going to sit with that. After, after, after I put in my two weeks, a week after putting in my two weeks, found out my wife was pregnant. Oh, nice. And, uh, when I already had, a, you know, I already had a baby at home. Um, and it was still, but it was still at the point where, you know, it's like, no, we did the numbers. We know it's, you know, maybe it's going to be a little bit harder, but we did the numbers, you know, we're, we're going with this. Awesome. So, now I'm assuming I'm you're out there with twins. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over that. That's an important point <laughs> that you weren't just yeah. having a baby. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, man. you know what? It ended up, um, speaking for myself. I mean, it ended up and Andrew too, I'm sure. Um, the, just the doing it and doing what you finally quitting and doing what you like, uh, and having that freedom, you know, being your own boss. Oh my God. So worth it. Besides yeah. money, you know, besides the money making whatever you make, um, such a good feeling. Yeah, absolutely. And now just so people have a perspective here, you said, um, at your age, you know, you, it was a time to do it. How old are you guys? I'm 33. This is Ray. Okay. 33. I will be 31 in a couple weeks. Okay. So that, that's kind of cool. I mean, you know, a lot of people, you know, they think, well, you know, they're, they're like in their forties and going, Oh, I need to do it someday. I mean, 
Yeah, you guys did it young. I mean, I think that's young for me. It's young, but yeah, that, that's awesome. You got your degrees, you got into the working world and, and realized that you just hated it. You didn't like it. It's not where you wanted to be and you make a change. That's, that's I think that's fantastic and it's super inspirational uh, to people listening to know that, hey, you know, it can be done. Just plan it out a little bit. I mean, like you said, Ray was more of a numbers guy, so he was maybe resisting it because he was running the numbers and it wasn't working at some point and then at some point it did and you make that, you know, logical decision to do what you want to do so that's that's very cool i mean i, I really uh i really uh, commend you guys for that it, it, and it takes a lot of guts too right so when you're married with a kid especially you know it's not just you and, and andy making this decision you've, you've got you know you've got your wife that you have to consider and her feelings on the whole thing so um you know that adds now there's three people trying to talk about it so that's that's awesome man i really think that's great now <clears throat> you guys talked about your division of labor and how that works and Ray, it sounds like you're primarily looking for houses and negotiating and, and selling and buying and that kind of thing. Where are you guys finding houses? And, and for people who are outside of Michigan, the name of the city may not be as important, although I do want you to say it because there are people in Michigan listening. But where do you find them like MLS, direct mail? Like where are you getting your deals from? We, they have almost all of them have been through the MLS. Um, we've got one or two. Let's see. Oh, we got a couple. Um, word of mouth, you know. One of them was a friend or our dad's friend. His dad had passed, and you know they were looking to sell the house. Um, we got one of our rentals from. It was a neighbor. We were working on one house, and the neighbor was interested in selling his. So. Oh, that's worked, cool. That's how we worked that one out. Okay. Okay, and so most uh, we, of them are through the MLS then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've we've. Um, it's it's one of the steps we need to take to to progress and or yeah to make some progress in this is we need to find other sources right now the deals are they're a lot tighter than they were a couple of years ago yep um direct mail is definitely a a target okay now for people outside of Michigan too it kind of blows their mind can you give us just like some basic deal numbers what do you buy for how much rehab do you put into it what do you sell for just generally speaking I mean you can give me a specific example if you want that's cool but just lo let me know kind of what you're talking about in when you buy when you're doing a rehab what kind of numbers are you talking about typically we were at well last year I would say we were buying we were buying in the 60s putting you know 20. 20, maybe 25 into it um, and selling for 120 ish. Okay. So prices have seemed to have gone up. Now we are all in seems to be closer to a hundred. Um, we're selling for a little bit more, you know, maybe 130. Right. Um, it's Sinclair Shores is the city we do most of our investing in. So okay. it's a um, suburb of Detroit. It's on the east, uh, what, northeast of Detroit. Right. Um, it's, it's what we call here in Michigan, uh, Metro Detroit. Which means yep. Metro Detroit is another way of saying not in the city of Detroit or the city limits, um, <laughs> right. but just in the suburbs outside of it. And in this particular instance, we're talking about like north and then east of north Detroit. East. Right, about not even like 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's a crucial 10 minutes, right? <laughs> you go to yeah. 10 minutes into Detroit and, and it's, 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 it's a different. Yeah, a different we got game. a couple. Of, yeah, we got a couple of rentals in Detroit. It's, um, it's different. It's a lot different yeah. mentality there. Yeah, and you know, Detroit takes a, a real pounding uh, uh, nationwide and, and probably worldwide. Um, but, you know, and I've had this conversation 
with people too. I was actually interviewed on, on bigger pockets and we were kind of, you know, playfully debating the Detroit thing. And I said, you know what, Detroit gets a bad rap and probably it's deserving of a lot of it, but there, there are decent places in Detroit and there are places that you can do real estate transactions that it's not, you know, it's not unheard of. It's just, it's a very specific market. And if you don't have knowledge of it, you're, you're going to get probably get burned really badly. But if you know what you're doing and you know, there's, there are ways to, to buy and sell houses in Detroit. It's just, it takes a little bit more a specific knowledge of the area. That's all. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're, we were born and raised in Detroit and, and lived there into our twenties. So, um, you know, we've got a different perspective right. of the city, you know, and, you know, a different, I guess you can say love for the city. Um, and, and it's important to know your markets in, in real estate. Um, but Detroit, it's even more specific. It, you know, instead of, um, whole block our whole neighborhoods it's almost you have to know individual blocks and um that the first house we bought was was in in the area that we grew up in um actually in detroit so you know we were extremely familiar with the area and, and comfortable with where we were at Right, exactly. It, yep, and it's just very specific. It's it's not something you'd want to invest in if you're not from around here or don't know the city. So definitely. Okay, so that that's I know where you find um, houses now, but how do you guys, um, as far as the rehab goes, it sounds like Andy, you're either doing it or you're at least coordinating all of the rehab, and and that's how you're you're running the business. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we. Uh, Numbers wise, you know, we, we work backwards from the sale, uh, sale price, you know, once we calculate uh, repair value. Um, and then some of the tools, uh, we touched upon it in our um, pre-interview um, that we use to kind of keep on the same page and, and keep everything moving is uh, Dropbox, which allows us to obviously be in, in separate locations and still um, be able to share documents and and updates that I make or that Ray makes, you know, it's shared instantly. Yep. Um, and now getting into, um, multiple rehabs and, you know, uh, multiple, um, rentals and, and that type of thing, you know, we're trying to constantly find new tools to kind of allow us to do that more efficiently. Um, Google calendar and, uh, Asana, are kind of what we've been using to 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 keep schedules and and to keep things on pace. But um, yep. And, and real quick, so people know, Asana is it's a little bit like um, it's it's a it's a it's like a a, a project management kind of a tool, right? Where you can say yeah. what you're working on and who what is assigned to who, so everyone knows their responsibilities. It's for like yeah, for teams. Usually. It's more um, like individual tasks, okay. which is which isn't like completely ideal, but it, it, um, you can link it to Google calendars. So they kind of work hand in hand with each other. Like the way that I'm kind of doing it is, you know, you can list all your tasks individually in Asana and port it into your Google calendar and then kind of, um, create, um, like, uh, project, uh, time lengths right. with, within the calendar. Cause Asana doesn't allow you to do that. Yeah. Okay. But it's actually a one of the things that one of the things that we, when we're doing a rehab is we we'll, um, there's a specific order, you know, when we do certain things. You know, for instance, I mean, paint and floors. You know, those are always the last two. So 
getting your and using that um, using that kind of template every single time. Yeah, kind of protecting the project. So, yeah, so so you guys do like a, a repeatable, uh, basically a process on each house then. Yeah. Okay, and that's key. Yeah, I mean, that's for scaling purposes, right? If you're going to do one house a year. Go crazy, be very you know very original every time. But if you're going to do multiple houses and you're not figuring out a way to systemize and kind of be consistent, it's impossible to scale. Yeah, I mean we do you know we use same contractors, same materials, same color schemes, um, uh, very similar houses. You know all the houses are they fit they fit the mold. Um, what are what is that mold? Real quick, what what is your criteria? Three bed three bedroom brick houses. With basement and a garage. Okay. Yep. That's it. Solid. Over, I mean, that's you could solid. Do, you know, over a thousand square foot. Over a thousand, you said square foot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's super much. solid. Yeah, we've done one or two, and they just, they just don't, they just don't move as quick. Right. Exactly. Now. So we talked about how you find them and fix them. How are you guys financing your deals now? Because you're ramping up, right? You're doing more and more deals. And even though Michigan is nationwide, it's a very, I would say, very, very inexpensive market to do real estate investing. We're still talking about, like you said, $100,000 after rehab all in. How do, how do you finance these deals? Is it all personally financed from your trust fund that you got? And you guys are multi, multi-millionaires? Just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, it's not how it is for really anybody, um, I don't think. We uh private money. Okay. Private we money. Have, um, you know, we did our – to start, it was uh, – we were doing something similar. We were being interviewed, Mike, during our meeting that we had with uh, – that you were a part of. Yep. And we were just talking about what we were – what were we up to in our business. And I think at the time we had – I think we just had – we had our three rentals and we were looking to – and we, I don't know if we had done one flip yet or not. Um, actually, no, we had not. Um, anyway, we were talking about that, and somebody said, you know, they liked how we put our numbers together on the rental, and they saw it, and they're like, let me know when you have something come up. I may be interested. So we did. And from there, we've kind of we've tracked it. So every single time we do a house, you know, we have before pictures, we have after pictures, we have detailed numbers, you know, spreadsheets set up for each house. and Right. And then we compile it, so everything is is in one file. And okay. if there's a new investor that's interested in working with us, they say, "Sure, this is this is what here's our track record." And we send them the file, and you can see all the pictures, all the numbers. Um, and then we'll put together an individual spreadsheet uh, for new houses. So we got a project, you know, we we estimate our rehab, and that's very systematized how we do that. But we estimate our rehab, we estimate what it's going to cost to to buy it and sell it and then we you know email that out say look this is what you can this is what we expect to make on this house right um and here is what we've done in the past in similar houses that's awesome so you guys have a very detailed a very professional portfolio basically for people if they say hey i'm interested in in working with you guys i want to be an investor can you give me some information about your past deals bam it's done right yeah you could have it in two minutes if you want that's awesome that's that's super cool. Now, you know, you guys have been doing this for a while, and like I said, we were involved in a mastermind together, and I'm sure you guys have have been to other real estate investing meetings and things like that. What are you seeing that people do when they're when they're just starting out, and what do, maybe what did you guys do that was wrong, or you would have done differently, or or what do you see people doing where you just kind of go, uh, you cringe and go, you're gonna you're gonna make a mistake here. What are some of the mistakes that people are making? Hmm. 
I would, I would say just not, not being completely familiar with, with the area. Um, I, I mean, like some of the mistakes that we've made, we've, we've been able to rebound from, I would say like, like the first property that, that we bought was in Detroit and it was going to be a flip. And, um, we were advised against buying it, but we were convinced in our own minds that, that we can make it work. And it, it turned out to be a, turned into a rental and we actually still own the house. But, uh, at the time that we bought it, we, we actually bought it on with credit cards okay. and, um, we were able to leverage that house to buy our next two rental houses, which kind of started our track record that Ray had touched upon. Right. But, um, st- you know, as, as a new investor, I'd say, you know, networking and, and being able to learn from other people's mistakes and being able to take their criticism or, or their opinion into account. Right. Um, so that you could uh, potentially avoid the mistakes that they made would, would be something that that's key. Yeah, I, I think that that is key. Just listening to advice that you get and, and trying to learn from other people's mistakes. I know, you know, we, we uh, I, I've told the story a few times, but Nanette and I, when we bought our first house, the first house we intended to buy, we went out there and put an offer in. It was an accepted offer. We were working with more of like a hard money lender too at the time. They were like a real, real small bank slash hard money lender. And the, the offer was accepted. We were going to go to closing and our bank, this was like in 2008. So the bank just basically closed its doors one day with no warning. They weren't answering our calls and we found out they went out of business and the deal died and we lost our earnest money of $1,000 and we were devastated. Like to lose $1,000 like that was was crazy. But we, we put an offer in on the house and it was accepted at eighty thousand dollars uh like three months later we bought a house at one street over for forty thousand dollars that's how fast back then if you remember the properties were just dropping like crazy but the bottom line is we would have we would have lost everything had we actually went through and, and finished you know purchasing a house and we didn't ask anybody their opinion we just thought ah, eh, this looks like a good deal we're gonna go ahead and buy it and we would have been we would have been just killed on that one. So yeah, just asking people's opinion and getting it and using it and not being offended or, or sensitive about it when they say you're making a mistake is really a, a kind of a big deal. So if you guys had to start over your business from scratch, right? Somebody took away all your rentals, all your flip properties, everything, but you had all your knowledge still, what would you do? How would you rebuild your business from scratch today? Um, what would be the first thing you do at least? Well, I think I think networking is big. I think, you know, meeting people, um, um, the people, you know, you can, if you don't know, if you don't know how to do something or how to structure something, but you know enough people, you know, you can make enough connections where you can figure that out. So I would say meeting, meeting the right people, being involved that way. Um, and it's also, you know, we talked about having that mentor, having, going and looking with somebody, do a deal, do a deal with somebody. See if you can, and not just tag along. Cause if you're not, you know, if somebody comes and asks us, Hey, I'm, you guys are doing great. Can I, can I learn from you? Well, um, not to be rude, but you know, we're busy. We're, we're, so we're not, we don't necessarily have time just to kind of show you, but if you're saying, Hey, you know, maybe I have a little bit of money I can invest with you. Can I, can we do that? Right. Um, learn then that would be, that would be a something we'd be interested in. Um, okay. But ultimately it's, I guess what I'm getting at is 
following somebody that knows what they're doing. That yep. would be that would be the most that would be the first thing. Yeah, you know, I've asked that question before to people and inevitably one of the answers, if not the number one answer, is if you were brand new and starting over, what would you do? And almost everyone says, I would start networking immediately, start meeting people and talking to people. And there's a reason why why that's the first thing that comes out of most people's mouths, because I think for me, and, and for my business, that was the most single most important thing. And the thing I can point back to is uh, the mastermind group that we were involved in and meeting people and networking and things because I had this similar uh, situation as you guys. We did our first deal and we, we basically financed it with all of our savings. Um, we bought the house with a mortgage, but the, the rehab we did with our own savings and it went well and we just talked about it, right? And then people approached us and said, hey, I, you know, I like what you guys are doing. I wanna get involved, so yada, yada. And then next thing you know, that's our private investor foundation. So if we had never gotten out there and started talking to people, we probably, well, I shouldn't say we probably wouldn't be investors, but we very likely would not be investors. It would be very difficult. Yeah. So, because we oh, could not finance it ourselves. I'm sorry. No. That's absolutely true. Um, we uh, there's there's money out there. And if you find, you know, if you can do a deal and you can show, demonstrate that you know what you're doing, um, and then, or if you can find a deal that that you know works, or you know makes financial sense, you know there would be there be there would be somebody who would be interested in. in funding it for you yep and i think nowadays nationwide not just in michigan the deals are harder to come by there's not as much inventory out there so you're right you know if you can even just find a deal that is a, that is a good deal but you know you running the numbers you can usually find someone who's interested in putting money behind it because you know there's just people like you said there's money out there it's not like there's a, there's not an abundance of people who have capital that they want to invest it's just you know, they don't have the expertise to find the deals or the houses. And if you do, that's a skill and that's something that you can present to people. And in every single city across the nation and all over the world, there's real estate investor meetings that you can go to and start networking and meet people and find out who these people are and take them out to lunch, take them out for coffee, just talk to them and be, you know, even be remotely personable. And, and I think that you'll, you'll get positive responses from people. Absolutely. Yeah, and and to kind of build on what you guys are talking about too, you know, the networking, you know, if, if you if you have certain goals that you want to obtain, you know, you got to surround yourself with like-minded people. Um, you know, if if you're hanging around with, you know, guys that are just like sitting around on the couch and um, not really ambitious and things like that, you know, <laughs> that kind of wears off on you. Yep. And you know, if if you want to be out there and you want to be doing real estate, you got to you got to put yourself in contact with the people that are doing what you want to do. That's where you're going to learn. That's where, you know, you're going to get, get your drive and, and, and get your, your biggest uh, bang for your buck yep. is found yourself with those people. I agree. I mean, there's that saying that you're the average of the five people that you hang around with most. And I, I think it's true. If you hang around with people who have no drive and no ambition, you know, it's tough. It's a tough way to do it. But if you're around people who just are just killing it or they're just really going after it at least, yeah, you're going to you're going to be it's a lot easier. You just need to be cuz it's not this isn't an easy business, right? It's it's there's a lot of ups and downs and there's days where you probably go, "What what the hell am I doing? Why am I what am I doing here?" But if you're around people who are doing the similar things that you can lean on, especially you guys being brothers in the together. Imagine if you weren't partners and you you didn't you know there was nobody else in the business certain days i'm sure it would be tough to get through right oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yep absolutely yeah, I, I mean that's 
and I have the same thing. I've got a partner, obviously, in my business, and, and I need sometimes I need to vent. I need someone to know what I'm talking about when I'm venting about it. So, yeah, that's huge. And uh, you guys are just, man, I, I didn't even realize how much you were doing, to be honest with you. I knew you guys were doing a lot. I knew you were doing awesome. Um, but I honestly didn't know that you were doing as much as you were doing, and I had no idea that your goals for next year were as high as they are. So I, that's awesome, man. You guys are just killing it. You've always been super impressive to me. I've always really enjoyed talking to you and being around you. So, uh, And I think that this interview has been super helpful for people who are who are newer and they're trying to figure out what to do and how, how are they ever going to quit their job and you know, can I quit? Does anybody really ever be able to quit their job doing real estate? So very good job. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. I'm, I'm glad we're able to do this. I know we tried to hook up before and it, it just didn't work out. So I, I wanted to stick with it because it was important for me to talk to you guys and, and get you on the show because you're awesome. You guys are just killing it and uh, you're a lot of fun to talk to. So I really appreciate it. Where can people get a hold of you if they want to find out more about you or see what you're up to? Where can they do that? What's the best place to do that? Um, we have a we have our Facebook page, which kind of um, keeps people up to date with with where we're at. Um, the uh, it would be you know Facebook.com slash Detroit Real Estate. Okay, all all one word. Yep. Um, that kind of you know we update that to kind of keep everybody in the loop and, and kind of track our progress. Okay. And your contact information, they can get it there, right? On, on the Facebook page. Is that true? Your email or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. They can okay. get a, they can, or Facebook message either way. Okay. Awesome. Um, yeah. Actually, I think, was it my phone number? Yeah. We got phone numbers up there too. So. Oh, your phone number's up there. Good. We're going to get the yeah, phone ringing up. There's the hook. contact information for, uh, <laughs> A website, phone number, email, all that stuff. Awesome. Okay. I And I definitely encourage people to go there and go check them out at uh, facebook.com forward slash Detroit Real Estate. And if you want to see the show notes for this page, you can go to juststartrealestate.com forward slash Andy and Ray. And you can see the show notes, everything we talked about, the links to the to the uh, resources that they use, and everything you need to know about these guys. It'll also have their Facebook page linked on there, so you can find them if you're driving in the car and you can't remember what their Facebook page was. Go to my website, go to the show notes, and uh, we'll have it all there. Guys, I, Like again, I appreciate you doing this. I know you're both very, very busy, um, but I'm glad we're able to make the time to do it, and I appreciate you being on. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Mike, and congratulations to you. It looks like uh, you're having quite a bit of success with this project. So that's, Yeah, it's, uh, it's been awesome. fun. Thanks, man. I, I really yeah. appreciate it, guys, and uh, I will definitely be in contact with you and uh, and talk to you soon. I, I'm interested in your business, and there's a couple things off air that I wanted I wanted to ask you, but um, yeah, let's, let's, uh, let's stay in contact, and I'd like to kind of track your progress and see how things are going. Sounds, Sounds great. great. Yeah, I appreciate the kind words as well. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, All Mike. Right, bye. All right. Bye-bye. Before we go today, I wanted to remind you to go to our sponsor at juststartrealestate.com forward slash rent prep. When you go there and enter the promo code just start, you will receive their landlord form bundle for free. Also, when you use the promo code just start, you will receive 10% off of all of their screening products. So go there today, check them out, and enter the promo code just start. Please also be sure to sign up for my mailing list and I will send you the top five resources I think every real estate investor should know about. Okay, until next time, if investing in real estate is your dream, there's only one way you can make it a reality. Just start.